Good evening and welcome to Slam the Gavel, the show that tells it all regarding family court, other court issues, as well as CPS. I am your host, Marianne Petrie. I have back on the show, I have Augustus Vaughn. The last time he was on my show was September 22 of 2022 and season three, <laughs> episode 112. And he's back on again. We're going to talk about quite a touchy subject of prearranged marriages and personality disorders. So I welcome you to the show, Augustus. How are you today? Greetings. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me again. I'm glad you're on. You know, because we touched touched on our podcast the last time. We just touched on it, prearranged marriages and why they could be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the, the, the good thing that we, we touched upon was that, you know, families know each other mm-hmm. um, because, you know, the mother and father are married. The other parents are married. They all know each other. They come from stable homes, environments. So they want to have their son or daughter marry in mm-hmm. into a stable environment. Mm-hmm. At least mm-hmm. that's the plan. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um that um the 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 discussion we had last time was uh great. And um just the fact that we went into this arena just for the brief moment that we did in our last episode, um I'm I'm really glad uh that you would uh have me back on to go deeper into this one. Oh yeah it it's um a fascinating subject <laughs> you know i remember one of it was my mother that said you know they prearrange marriages for a reason <laughs> or something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know um in some countries if it's prearranged they don't allow the person to refuse the partner mm-hmm. they're being offered which is bad yeah that's bad yeah that's bad territory there and and before we were we we jumped on here we were looking at uh some statistics and mm-hmm. they were global statistics um the arranged marriages have an average divorce rate of just 4% where mm-hmm. everybody else is at 40 to 55%. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Um Okay, so what now this is off of I'm going off of 27 shocking arranged marriage statistics, which was Mm -hmm. written on May 20th, 2017 by Brandon. I think it's Gale, Mm -hmm. G-A-I-L-L-E. All right. But he had some really fascinating statistics. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Let me see here. 55 percent of the marriages that occur in the world today are arranged. I don't know if mm. anybody knows that. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the rate of arranged marriages in India is 90%. Um, in an arranged marriage, the man is usually 4.5 years older than the woman in the formed relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there's a dark side to this where 48% of the girls who are involved in an arranged marriage in South Asia are under the age of 18. Mm. And I think he, he also mentioned Nigeria where they're 
under the age of 15, and that's bad. And I think that almost crosses over to child trafficking. Mm. Wow. Uh, that's my opinion. I don't know what you think of that, but, you know, it's kind of. Yeah. No, it makes sense. It, it definitely makes sense. So, so the divorce rate in India, though, is just 1.1%. Mm. And in wow. some countries, the man or woman can refuse a selected spouse. Um, mm. And another fun fact is the annual number of arranged marriages worldwide is 26,250,000. And the global mm. divorce rate for these arranged marriages is 6.3%, which is fascinating. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, it's uh, interesting what he has written here. Um, you know, because at uh, long ago, if you want to go into history, uh, it says here, uh, are laws on the books that cause women to be stoned if they try to leave a marriage? If such a law mm. was in place in the U.S., the divorce rates would be lower, too. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, also we, uh, we talked about the arranged marriages are viewed as a social and economic, and not, I can't even, I can talk English, economic necessity <laughs> <laughs> so that both families can continue to economically thrive. Mm. Now, another, ah, uh, this is just terrible. There is a difference between an arranged and forced marriage. Up to 80% of the marriages in Afghanistan are forced. A mm. majority of the marriages in India, however, are arranged where refusal is possible. Okay. Okay. And I did read this somewhere a long time ago that for many couples, they may meet each other for only 15 minutes before the marriage ceremony actually occurs. <laughs> Wow. And that's going to lead us into another conversation in regards oh, yeah. to personality disorders. <laughs> <laughs> but it also says here, parents aren't the only participants in an arranged marriage. Uncles, aunts, and other extended family may be involved. Mm. Okay. Um, oh, if a divorce occurs from an arranged marriage, it is not uncommon for both families to disown the person they feel may be at fault for the relationship issues. Oh, yeah, that sounds very Eastern, very oh. Eastern. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, in India, women in India who have an arranged marriage may have up to eight children in a common relationship. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. And it's more common for women who are unhappy with their marriage to poison themselves rather than seek a divorce. Oh, my, my, my. But that could be in any marriage. <laughs> you know, that could be <laughs> any yeah. anybody, you know. Um, but that sounds yeah. kind of Eastern. Yeah. Out there, I would say they poison themselves. Out here, they poison their husbands. Yeah, or their wives. <laughs> or their, or send... uh, yeah, or the, uh, uh, come again. <laughs> or or they put people in men mental institutions. They're, they're still doing that today, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Now, in some parts of South Asia, dowry and caste systems are very much playing its part in arranged marriages in rural areas. Mm. So he writes, her feeling so trapped and worthless must be horrible behind, beyond comprehension, yet thousands of spouses feel this way because of their culture. Rather than seek out help or to proceed through a divorce, there is less shame in committing suicide than there is seeking safety and shelter from somewhere else. This is a hidden issue within an arranged marriage, but to be fair, it happens in all types of marriages as well. There are Mm. still many who condemn divorce in all circumstances. They may not be the majority anymore, but they are still loud enough to be influential. Hmm. You know, so um, he also addresses arranged marriages affect Western culture. Um, Mm -hmm. There's only a couple factors here. 86% of Indian population demographic in U.S. are still marrying someone they have met within their community. Hmm. Um, 14 million girls are married before the age of 18 every year. The percentage of girls who get married before the age of 18 in industrialized or modern countries is 67%. Hmm. And one out of every nine girls in the developing world is married before the age of 15. Hmm. Girls who give birth to their first first child before the age of 15 are five times more likely to die during delivery of the child than the women who are in their 20s. Hmm. And there is an increased risk of HIV and AIDS transmission when young arranged marriages are enforced. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't. Sounds like they threw that one in there. Yeah, I don't know what that. Yeah. Um, Girls who are in an arranged or forced marriage before the age of 18 are more likely to describe their first sexual experience as a forced experience. Hmm. Um, Despite all of this, up to 85% of parents believe that their children will have a better life than they had themselves. Mm -hmm. People in the United States are five times more likely to be married three or more times than people in India are to be divorced just once. Huh. Huh. Uh, Yeah, that's this. Well, I don't know what to think of that. Yeah, there's two things, two things that I uh, have against this article here. Um, the first thing I will have to say is um, there's not a fair comparison here. Um, first, there's not a fair comparison of the issues of arranged marriages versus non-arranged marriage, marriages or non-traditional marriages. Um, second of all, uh, I, I can hear a real narrative in this uh in this article here, it's obvious that they're pushing people to not go towards arranged marriages, uh, kind of pushing the people to do what they want. Uh, that I have a big issue against because um, when there's a when there's an agenda behind education, uh, there's going to be a little bit of untruth in there, a couple of exaggerated truths that would paint a picture that isn't really realistic to take a rare situation and and to make it look like the norm. Uh, I have a real issue with that. 
But other than that, um, those are some very interesting uh, uh, keys and facts in this article so far. What were you gonna uh, continue going on it, or uh, what were um, what, you know? Are, are we reaching the end of it? Well, I mean, I have been watching House of Dragon. <laughs> I don't know if you're watching that <laughs> no. series right now. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I heard of it though. <laughs> uh, what? Okay, this was season one, episode three, where okay. the king wanted his daughter to marry, uh, and she was rejecting all these suitors. <laughs> And so, but the thing was, um, you know, they were saying, well, you know, this was kind of weird. The king had remarried after his wife died. So he mm. still has his other daughter that he had with that woman that died, who's a princess. Yeah. So okay. when he remarried, he had two kids with this n new queen. Okay. Mm. And so they said, well, there's an option in so many words, I can't remember how he, the one guy worded it was, we could, we could sign a contract where when the this little boy grows up, then he can marry your daughter. And mm -hmm. I looked over at my husband and I said, is that what I just heard? <laughs> I, and I, and, and the king, he just thought that was crazy. And he, he said, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just uh, you know they they were doing this for economic purposes mm -hmm. to keep the money within the families. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, but what do you do if you you know you're in this arranged marriage and you're miserable? Mm. Yeah, and you know it's it's this is where I think we could kind of tie personality disorders in with this mm -hmm. um, real e easily. Uh, there, but what, what I would like to say though, um, it helps when both families have their stuff together. Yeah. Um, it helps when both parties that sign up to arrange a marriage between their son and daughter. Uh, it, it, it helps when the son was raised by both mother and father. Mm -hmm. It helps when the daughter was raised by both mother and father. Um, it helps when both parents or both set of parents uh, raise their kids under godly principles. Mm -hmm. um, these things get real confusing when people take on different gods, mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it just gets that there's really uh, the sky's the limit because with a lot of people's gods, the sky's the limit with their gods. And, you know, when you have a family that worships a God that is all about uh, fertility, mm -hmm. but then you're, they're, they're going to marry their son off to a, family that is into witchcraft and mm -hmm. they believe very strongly in uh erotic witchcraft mm -hmm. uh this isn't these aren't the best type of principles to raise a family on right or to start a family on so 
when it comes to arranged marriage, it the the best way for this to work is if it's under godly principles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just just if I would for a moment, uh, I, I would like to bring up a scripture. Um, this is very ancient. It's a very ancient reference for those that you know question uh, the word of God or things of that nature. But Genesis chapter two, verse twenty four. Uh, we see something here and we see that arranged marriage is a God-based institution. It's a God-based institution because for anyone that remembers this story is Adam and Eve, the Adam and Eve garden uh, story. God created Adam, then he created Eve. And this is what Adam said when uh, God brought Eve to Adam. He said, and, um, let me see. We can start with verse 23. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Verse 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. Mm-hmm. Now, seeing that the father was God in this instance, for both Adam and Eve, this was clearly a arranged marriage. Mm-hmm. But the reason why this worked is because it was a arranged marriage under godly principles. It was under God. And even though Eve and Adam, even though they, they fell, even though they uh, uh, sinned against God, the marriage still worked. Mm-hmm. And every marriage after them, under that same principle, it still worked. And it wasn't for hundreds of years after this until people started talking about divorce. Mm-hmm. See, so that that's the main point that I wanted to drive home. Of course, there's other points that we will be making, but arranged marriage is a God-based institution. And that's how it should be ran and done. And there's not a lot of um god in people's lives yeah 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 so you know i i don't know um i think i think they they can work if you've got the right families mm-hmm. and um and they seem compatible yeah it would save you know anyone from going through a divorce you know i mean is it a great idea you know possibly not in some situations where you know you've got you know people that are maybe even alcoholism running in their family for instance or you know uh other other sorted things that you know, mm-hmm. that people should know about before they marry a person yeah 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 most definitely. Well, see, there's there's levels to arranged marriage. Like uh, many many of the um, more rare instances mentioned in that article, um, it, it's almost as if uh, I, I don't want to demean or put down the the writer of that article, but it's almost as if they just finished re- uh, watching a uh, Vice documentary b- before writing that article. Like um, it, 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 it was doom and gloom, complete doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of beautiful things that comes out of arranged marriages, and see, there's levels to it. it. It's a difference between a father 
that wants to find a good candidate for his daughter mm-hmm. and goes out meeting other men that have sons uh, her uh, his daughter's age and seeing who's the best candidate to bring over to his daughter. There's a difference between that and someone uh, marrying off their daughter before she's old enough to buy a drink, mm-hmm. be- before she's old enough to serve in the military. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's it, that that's a big difference. That's an extreme. See, and arranged marriage in all essence, the only true marriage that there ever was is a is arranged marriage. It's just that there's levels to it. Uh, for example, if a father was in uh, a, a young lady's life or or this uh, a, a little girl's life and um, say this father has a son and he has a daughter he buys the son uh, you know boy uh, uh, you know uh, toys for boys mm-hmm. he gets some cars gets some uh, you know toys soldiers things of that nature but he gets the daughter for the daughter it's a little more strategic he gets her a dollhouse where it's a castle and he gets her the princess and the uh, prince. And the daughter says, wow, this is so cool. Thank you, daddy. Um, <laughs> this, this, uh, I, I want to, I want to be a princess someday. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the father says, you are a princess. You're a princess. Now you're, you're my princess. Then <laughs> she brings the daunting, uh, 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 the, the daunting concern, the daunting matter. Oh, I want a prince someday too mm-hmm. this is where the father could step in and, and he says you know what daddy's gonna find a prince for you daddy will find a prince for you now he can open up the topic from early on mm-hmm. now instead of the daughter saying i'm gonna go out and once i'm old enough i'm gonna date around and get my heart broken and you know cry myself to sleep for years and all these things Instead of that, she's saying, oh, daddy, I want you to find me the best prince you could possibly find. I want I want him to be like this. I want him to be like that. And the father could say, you know what, daughter? That's exactly what I'm going to find for you. Whatever mm-hmm. you want, I'm going to find that for you. That's a marriage that will never break. Once, she, once that young girl is old enough to marry and the father stands on his word and finds someone exactly like what she continues to add details to as she gets older, they're not going to divorce. That's a form of arranged marriage, but it's just a lot lighter. It's a lot more, um, we wouldn't call that arranged marriage, but that's exactly what it is. It's the father finding the mate for the daughter. Mm -hmm. See, not her going out there, getting her heart broken and things of that nature. Right. Like what, why go put yourself through all these crappy dates and, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, yeah, because I know like um, my mom tried to set me up with a guy and uh, who came from a stable home, uh, but mm-hmm. I just did go, I didn't go for him. He just was not my type. He made a lot of yeah. money, mm-hmm. which would have been my type, but he just wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> it was not someone that I could go for. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So I, you know, but um, 
you know, so, some of these parents might not have access to a lot of people that have kids that, around the same age or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all like it's geographical. I don't know. Yeah, it's um. Well, it there, there's a there's a lot of proponents um for us in, in this country when we when we zero in on our country on the U.S. of A. Uh, we have our own special problems that people on the on the other side of the world wouldn't even fathom <laughs> of of dealing with. Uh, of course, the the um, food crisis and uh, the rebellions that they have on in, in these third world countries. Of course, we don't have to deal with those things, but we have to deal with the social issues like marriage and divorce and the uh, dating market and the sex market. That's a market now, the uh, sexual marketplace. That's a market. So we have to deal with these issues that they don't have to. And when it comes to uh, growing up and um, having parents that are actually trying to find someone for us, the parents have to not only work harder, but they have to know exactly what's going on, not according to when they was growing up, but according to when their seed, when their heirs are coming up, because their heirs, their that that generation under them have some new issues, some new problems that the parents have to be very keen and aware of. I mean, they have to be able to predict what's going to happen next for mm-hmm. their next uh for, for their kids, just so that they could prepare them and um um uh, trick for to 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 for the tricks of time mm-hmm. and you know in our our families we've got a lineage of you know 800 years in everybody's family you don't know what personality disorders you know that you had in your family say 100 years ago it might pop yeah. up in in someone's <laughs> family and <laughs> You could be marrying off your son or daughter to uh, a nut. Yeah, yeah, that's a possibility. But um, if if the parents, if they have godly principles themselves, um, they could have godly judgment and they could see it. Um, if the mother is the one doing the choosing, uh, there may be a lot of things that may be be able to slip in that she won't be able to identify mainly because most of the nuts, most of, most of the crazies, um, they know how to win over the mothers. They, they just do the same thing they did with the girl. You know, they know how to win over the girl Mm -hmm. and they just get to those emotions. And once they got that, they're in, Mm -hmm. then all the craziness could come out. But the father is going to be a lot harder because the father could see past all of those things. He could keep it logical and, extract emotion 100% of the time all the way up into the day of the marriage. So it's very important, you know, like saying earlier, if both parties have both mother and father there. Yeah. And with the divorce rate, even, you know, disregarding arranged marriages, there's such a high divorce rate mm-hmm. between 40 to 55% now. Um mm-hmm when we had talked earlier on the last podcast, Mm -hmm. it would be harder to 
set up an arranged marriage because with a, a divorce, you don't know, you, you can't meet the father because maybe the father is out of the you know, picture and you don't know why and no one's yeah. telling you why or the mother's out of the picture and no one's telling you why. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't know what took place, why these other parents were erased yeah. out of these families. Yeah. And that's really not safe to marry into. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It, it, it really isn't. And um, this is this is definitely something for the up and coming generation to uh, consider uh, the past generations. We had our time. We <laughs> we made our mistakes. We have our, you know, stuff that we swept, you know, under the rug. Uh, this isn't something for us, per se, unless we did a whole lot of uh, we, we, we did a lot of investment and uh working to clean up our past issues and then maybe we could consider something like arranged marriage but the whole as the the whole essence of arrange is to have the father arranging it see mm -hmm. so we get back to this old issue which is really the root cause of all issues in america if i haven't said this before i, I will say it again but the root issue behind all issues in this country is the daddy issue. Mm -hmm. They're not being the father at home. That's the biggest issue in this country. It's the root cause of every issue in this country. So if there's no daddy at home, arranged marriage is not an option. It's not an option. But if there is a dad at home, uh, for those that are fathers, they can consider setting up arranged marriage for their daughter. They could consider um, um, arranged marriage for their son. For the son, it's a lot different. It's a lot. There's a lot more freedom for the for the men for the sons. But um, in all essence, there should be freedom for the daughters too, where she can refuse. That should mm -hmm. always be there. No one, this shouldn't, this shouldn't be forced behind anything. It, it should be, it should be set on a platter to where the father brings this son or, or this, uh, this candidate to his daughter. And it's like the, this, this, this candidate should be, everything should be laid out on a platter and everything look, should look good to the daughter to where she says, Dad, if you mess this up for me, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it, you know, that's that's a uh, it's a much more TV land, uh, much more fantasy sounding uh, scenario, but it doesn't take a lot of hard work if this generation of fathers just plan it and just set it up. Um, this could be a beautiful turnaround in this up and coming generation. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And the thing with these personality disorders, like you were saying with, you know, they're, they're very good at schmoozing over with, with the mother. And, oh, and yeah. you know, that's like with, with the love bombing, you know, and this goes on, this can go on for a month or a year. And then yeah. this, this marriage would take place. And then, you know, you'd start seeing the, the cracks in, in the plaster, yeah. you know, and I, 
you just uh, people aren't i see i think a lot of people don't see this stuff coming with these personality disorders mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people probably are wondering well what personality disorders are we talking about like like high functioning bipolar high functioning mm. borderline personality disorders mm. and i know people are bringing up narcissism Mm-hmm. And who was I talking to? Someone had said that there's going to be more narcissists coming up in these years based mm-hmm. on all the divorces that have happened. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's I, I very, don't know. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. The, no, but that's that's very interesting because the last time I checked. This country, this country was founded by narcissists. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 people that were in the happy marriages were narcissists. Mm-hmm. They were out conquering stuff, taking another man's stuff, and bringing it home to the wife and saying, "Hey, honey, look at what I brought home. Look at what I won in war. Look at what I, you know, look at what I did. I, I, I." <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he brings it back to the wife, and, and you know, but. Uh, that's these I, I I see the statistics and I see a lot of these uh issues and disorders. And as a as a man of God, I can I can honestly and boldly say that many of these issues aren't as big as they're portrayed to be. For every new issue that comes out, whether it's bipolar, ADD, uh schizophrenia any any of the new stuff or the old stuff um there's a medication for it there's a drug for it that doesn't help it it just or or i'm sorry it doesn't pacify it it just it 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 simmers it 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 it, it helps uh simmer the issue mm-hmm. but it doesn't eradicate the issue and at some point, someone has to wake up and say, man, someone's benefiting. Someone's making money off of my issues. Mm-hmm. They want us to have these issues. See, mm-hmm. it's, but it's simply when we just come to God and we just allow him to take to 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 work on our personality that we realize that these issues aren't really they're 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 the matrix they they don't really exist mm-hmm. well when i was a psychiatric nurse way back when like early 90s mm-hmm. you know um i remember talking to one of the seasoned nurses because i had just started there you know and mm-hmm. i said wow you know we got this patient in and uh you know he's not violent uh but he has a twin brother and mm-hmm. she she just like rocked in her chair and said, oh, yes, you know, we get the nice brother, the, his twin. He goes mm-hmm. to the other hospital because, you know, you can't have a conflict of interest with, you know, two brothers yeah. in a mental hospital. Yeah. So I said, really? And uh, she said, yeah, you know, the other one's pretty violent. The parents met on a psych unit mm-hmm. and they got married and produced these sons that are schizophrenic. Oh, goodness. So it, it's, in fact, she had also said that she has seen generations come through these doors. Mm. 
Wow. And so I'm thinking, you know, remember, I don't know if you remember this book Emily Bronte wrote, which was Jane Eyre. I don't know if you know the story of that oh, one. Oh, that, that sounds familiar. Yeah. That, well, they've made movies about it, about this this young girl. She gets out of schooling to be a teacher and mm -hmm. she's employed by this rich guy in a mansion and hmm. he has a obviously a daughter that needs to be taught homeschooled whatever and mm -hmm. <laughs> what happened hmm. was is that apparently he was he was in a in a, an arranged marriage and didn't know that she was mentally ill so he had his wife locked up in the highest floor of this mansion. Mm. And he told this, this school teacher, he said, don't you go up there. You know, just let the maid go up there. If there's a problem, the maid will go up there. Mm. So, but he had started to fall in love with the school teacher. So mm. <laughs> this school teacher, you know, she wanted to know what was up there, you know, what's going on up there. And, it was on their wedding day that, you know, like when they said, you know, if if anyone objects, come forward. Well, apparently a family member came forward and said, oh, they can't get married. No, he's got his his wife up in the uh, <laughs> higher tower. They, they and and poor Jane Eyre is like, oh man, you know, she had no idea, whatever, you know, and she you know fled the scene. And then uh, she had found out, you know, a couple months later that there had been a massive fire at this mansion. And mm. apparently the wife had gotten out of her her room and set the mansion on fire. And and this man had become blind. They mm. all escaped, you know. Uh, but the uh, the wife that was mentally ill, apparently she perished. And um, I guess uh, Jane Eyre started taking care of this guy and you know they could have their relationship back yeah but you know it's just very scary because you don't know what you're marrying until you're in there for a couple of years and then you're going oh what did what did i get into and how do you get out yeah now see now now see marianne see this is this is exactly what i mean <laughs> behind hollywood and it's and it's it's way of just oh man, Hollywood is so influential. And I must say that 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 story, that example that you that you used, sounds like a amazing story, mm. a amazing story. If that was if if that was in a movie, I mean, edge of the seat for the full two hours, two mm. to three hours. But that's a horrible case study. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because and, because yeah, if it's if it's based on a true story, it will never happen again. <laughs> uh, right, right. And it was <laughs> the book was written, I think, back in the 1800s. Oh, okay. All right. Because Emily like Bronte it. had a sister, Charlotte Bronte, and they were both writers. But okay. I you know, I think back then there was a lot of uh people hiding their spouses who were mentally ill and possibly dangerous. I, I don't know. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and that scene that's that's a that's a different time. But if a movie like that will come out, you have to imagine all of the, all of the people that will be in full fear 
of getting into an arranged marriage because they'll be afraid of something like that. Mm -hmm. And if that happened, it was in a different time span. Mm -hmm. And there was a different thing that was happening in the world at that time. There's no saying what kind of bomb or what kind of uh, um, uh, chemicals was released on that part of the world to cause that much uh, uh, mental illness in that, in, in, you know, in that scenario. There's no saying. So for us today, it is very sad. You'll have many couples, many uh, young ladies, it's more so the women, but the men have fallen into Hollywood too. But they'll watch a movie, they'll see a movie like that, and they'll make life decisions based on this fear that was instilled in them based on a movie or a series mm. or, or, or a genre that is pushing this narrative and it'll mess them up because it's not based on reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think there's a lot of these movies that just aren't based on reality. I mean, look at the Brady bunch, you know, <laughs> everyone got along. <laughs> and if there was a problem, it was solved in 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a part of reality. I would like to uh, see though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I and I think a lot of problems can be solved in within one to two days. I mean, mm -hmm. whether it be, you know, family court, well, we have to get that abolished, but there are yeah. things that can be solved in one to two days instead of dragging out cases for eight to twelve years. Mm. Eight months to twelve years. Yeah, because they're making money off of our pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making making fortunes. You know, so I you I would like, you know, to see a positive side of arranged marriages. And it could be, it could have been in my case, mm -hmm. had I gone for that guy, you know, and mm -hmm. uh thought he was cool and attracted to him. But if you're not, mm -hmm. you're not. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but and that would have saved me a lot of heartache honestly yeah it ha had that had that clicked just didn't click yeah yeah and there's there, there's many today that look back and they say the same thing and it's just it's the pattern that um the the people in power have observed but instead of working with our women and and making the guy that they should be with look cool They'll make the guy that's the ex exact opposite look cool mm -hmm. with the music, with the movies, with mm -hmm. uh, the novels. The stuff that's in these novels is trash. Mm -hmm. <laughs> these novels are trash today. But Except mine. <laughs> you know, you, come again? <laughs> except mine. <laughs> except yours. Oh, yeah, except yours. <laughs> yeah, except yours. <laughs> But is is uh the these you know these romance erotic you know fantasy novels, the stuff that they have in there is is horrible and they they're they're painting this picture to push the women to want the wrong kind of guy, to make him look cool, mm -hmm. you know when when you turn on the radio you don't hear a a a young guy saying, uh, I'm a father to my kids. Uh, I, I I handle uh, you know I I pay my dues. I'm a good God fearing man. Oh, he's he's saying I sleep with whoever I want. 
uh, as a matter of fact, I just took this other guy's uh, baby's mother. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, I just had my way with her. He, that's what that's what's in the music. Mm-hmm. And this guy's being made to look cool. So by default, these young ladies, they go out and that's the type of guy that they want. And they look years back in their past and they say, you know what? That guy that I didn't even think of talking to, that my mom said I should have talked to, that guy that my father tried to hook me up with, that's the one I should have got with. Mm-hmm. The government knows this and they know this system, but instead of implementing and helping this system, they they put it more into the culture to where we buy this stuff mm-hmm. and fill their pockets up and they benefit off of our pain once more. Most definitely. And I had told my kids, I said, you know, um, whoever you marry, I have to approve them because if I don't think there is going to work out, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. 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 You know, I think, I think the parent should at least, you know, if, if it's not going to be arranged or whatever, but these kids should really listen to their parents. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because I worked with someone and um, she said her mother begged her not to marry this guy, begged her. And sure enough, the path of hell started. Oh man. And, um, <clears throat> when when she told me that you know her mother had begged her she mm. should have listened you yeah. know she had said i felt yeah. so bad because you know there people are young and you know they're attracted to this person but they don't see that maybe something that's underlying that the 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 uh their parent is seeing yeah 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 exactly exactly and, and there's man this deserves a book yeah yeah <laughs> this deserves a book but it's, it's very sad but a lot of the young ladies um i won't speak for the past generations even though i do believe there is a, a lot of truth in it um i'll speak for this generation specifically the young ladies they don't realize it um they don't really know what they want but what they do want, they don't realize it, but they want whatever their influence wants them to want. So if their influence is or are these movies, if it's these novels, if it's these magazines, mm-hmm. if it's these TV shows, these reality shows, which are not seeped in one ounce of reality, if these are the things that are pushing uh, this young lady to want certain things, that's exactly what she's going to look for. That's what she wants. She wants what she sees on TV. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these young ladies, they don't realize it. They know they want what they see on TV, but they don't realize how 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 uh, hypnotic it is, how much it's like hypnosis. They're mm-hmm. hypnotized by this stuff. And when they see anything that reminds them of what they want on TV, mm-hmm. they go for it. They can't say no. They can't even say no to it. Mm-hmm. That's how dangerous it is. Mm-hmm. And TV is trash. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, and it's almost like, and I, I'd been thinking about this all, it's almost like a brainwashing from when a little kid, a little girl, you know, parents take them to, you know, their relative's wedding and they mm-hmm. see this beautiful bride come down the aisle in this, this $2,800 dress, whatever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, Oh, I want to dress up like that. I want that, you know, I want to, so what, what they're visualizing is just the material parts aspects of a, a wedding proceeding. Yeah. They're yeah. not seeing what happens after, you know, the marriage and how that at times it can be boring. <laughs> and then it, <laughs> how, how, that you have to also work at it. You know, they're yeah. not seeing the full picture. They're, they're seeing all this lovely stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like we're doing this to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And it, it it goes back to the daddy issue. You know, when there's no father at home, um, it's just multiplied. It's a multiplier. And the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Um, many of these fathers, uh, even even for some of some of them that are at home, um, they don't raise the they, they don't run the home. And they don't run it under godly principles. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it's very difficult for a man to tell his daughter not to wear something when he can't tell his wife not to wear something. <laughs> mm-hmm. If the mm-hmm. if if he tells his if he can't say to his wife, "Hey, where do you think you're going wearing that?" There's other men out there. Do you do you do you know how they're gonna look at you? <laughs> and and he can't tell her that. You know, without hearing her saying, well, you don't own me, you don't run me, I'm going to wear what I want to wear. I mean, what does he think the daughter's going to do? What, mm-hmm. what does he think the the, the daughter's going to wear? And by the time he has a daughter that's old enough to wear that stuff, he's not even going to try to say anything because he's been so uh, um, so conditioned by his wife that, mm-hmm. hey, just just keep them happy, just keep them happy. So that's another issue too. There, there's the daddy issue. Then there's the daddy not being able to be a daddy issue. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're yeah. right. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> because you know, like when uh, people were talking about marriage and things like that when I was younger, someone's got to rule the roost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it could be the wife, or it could be the husband. Yeah. Yeah. Or they could just do it equally. But, yeah. you know, usually there's someone ruling the roost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's always someone that has to be running the show. And, um, man, when you when you bring these things up, uh, then, then you, you tie in personality disorders. Um, it's a real issue. It's a real problem. But what I do want to say about personality disorders, just to kind of give some hope to the people, um, it's not so much of a issue that is so hard to mend. Uh, Personality disorders in all essence, it comes down to a person's will. That's all it comes down to. Does your will align with God's will? It's that simple. Do you care about the things of God? 
or or do you not? Is that simple? And for anyone that may want to disagree or say, no, it can't be that simple. There's a lot of scientific, therapeutic, you know, okay. 2020 or uh, yeah, yeah, 2020, we know what happened. Something catastrophic happened. Mm -hmm. They said depression went up. They said deaths went up. They said all these things went on. Yet that was a catastrophe for, for us. But in comparison to all of the other generations, this was still the best time in this country that this country has ever had in, mm -hmm. in, in 2020. In the midst of that catastrophe, it was the best time that the country has ever had in comparison to when there was a Benjamin Franklin or a George Washington or a, or a anybody. That time was better than uh, uh, than than President Nixon's day. Mm. It was better than that. But in comparison to history, where we had a world war, where we had a World War II, we haven't seen anything like that. Mm -hmm. Things are so good right now that people have to create disorders. Why wasn't our grandfathers bipolar? Mm -hmm. Why wasn't our grandfathers schizo? These guys have, I don't mean to sound gross, but they went to war and they seen ligaments blown to pieces. Mm -hmm. The ligaments of friends that they that they developed a brotherly bond with. They didn't come home talking about how they have ADD or mm -hmm. schizophrenia or any of these issues or depression or anxiety. It was a it was a matter of will. Mm -hmm. And when they went to war, they had their Bible in their pocket, their will aligned with God to some mm -hmm. degree. They had a praying mother. They had a praying, a praying wife at home. See, their wills aligned with God to some degree, to the point where their sanity will be intact. People don't care about God today, nor they nor do they care to care. And it's no wonder why people for for a lack of better words why people are so crazy today mm -hmm. because they think they don't need god at a rate that we've never seen in this country and it's not being taught you know like when i went in, when i was in grade school we had a third grade teacher who mm -hmm. would you know after the pledge of allegiance she would give uh a small Bible story, really short, because, you know, in school, you weren't really allowed to talk about that. Yeah. But she, you know, was, I remember the one she was talking about when, when Jesus was carrying the cross and he fell, mm. who helped him get up? And I knew that, mm. I knew that answer. So I raised my hand. I said, Simon, she <laughs> goes, you're right. Okay. So now open your math books. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but she always stuck something in about God at school. Wow. That's beautiful. But teachers are probably afraid to do that because, you know, the intercom systems and, you know, God should be in the schools, but mm -hmm. they've taken God out of the schools. And mm -hmm. so now we're building prisons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. if it's not being taught in the home, and the schools can't do it. Godless society. Yeah. 
you know, not to be depressing, but, you know, maybe it is depressing, but it just is what it is. It is. It is. It is. And it's very, it's very interesting. It's, uh, that's very prolific how you, how you compare the, the schools to prisons Mm -hmm. because they say, I haven't done any intensive uh, or, uh, you know, heavy research on this, but they say the same companies that make the food for the schools make the food for the prisons. The same companies that make the uniforms for the schools make the uniforms or the the uh, the, the clothing for the prisons. The oh, same man. companies that make the the, uh, the the appliances like the tables and things of that nature for the schools they make that for the prisons they even have to go to their classes in a single file line they all have to they they, they all have to go from class to class or session from session in periods just like the prisons see so when you take god out that's exactly what people are being trained to do to be in some kind of prison and or to end up in a physical one. Mm-hmm. People have to bring God into the, into the schools. And if they can't bring it into the schools, the parents should at least put it into their kids so that the kids can bring it into their schools, mm-hmm. at least through their character. You know, yeah. why wouldn't a, I, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I probably shouldn't say this. <laughs> But, you know, you you think about it. Why wouldn't a kid that's being bullied, why wouldn't he shoot the place up? Why not? There's no God in that place, mm-hmm. see? And there's no God in that kid. Mm-hmm. It, 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 people are surprised when they see the issue. But when the solution is there, when, when, they, when, when the solution is present, they, they just ignore the solution. The solution is God. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, medicating these kids, which is another podcast on its own. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But that's pretty creepy. You you said that. I didn't, you know, between the schools and the prisons, because, you know, I remember sitting at the lunch table and it was all metal. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. The seat was metal, you know. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah, it is. It is. And the, and you know, if you think about it, walking in single file, <clears throat> you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like an episode of uh, I, I don't know if you've seen this show, but it's like an episode of Squid Game. Mm-hmm. You know, completely uh, indoctrination, complete indoctrination, and um, institutional. Um, uh, making making people institutionalized mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's for sure <clears throat> yeah i think that's what our society has <clears throat> evolved into mm-hmm. yeah you know but i don't want to keep you here too much longer <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to add Maybe um, something positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something positive. Um, man, all right. So 
arranged marriages. Uh, it is a God-based institution if you put God in it. If you don't have enough time for God, don't even think about it. Uh, personality disorders uh, in the home, whether it's arranged marriage or not, um, these issues are all eradicated when one comes to God. When a family comes to God, it's, it's, the, it's the answer. Not the universe, not Buddha, not yoga, not their diet, not God within their food. No, come to God. And when 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 people do that and then they ask the questions later, then they actually get feasible uh logical answers. See, and for those that have issues coming to God, it's simple. God's very simple. He just wants you to believe one time. You don't you don't have to believe in him your whole life. You believe mm -hmm. in him one time. If you believe that one time with all your heart. He reveals himself to you. Now you know him for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. You know that he's real for the rest of your life. And you don't have to believe in him for the rest of your life. You don't have to believe in something that you have proof of. You mm -hmm. have proof. And he's the giver of evidence. He's the giver. He's the giver of that proof. See, it's that simple. Well said. And thank you. Uh, don't jump off. All right. Um, oh, I was going to ask you, how can people reach you if they have any questions? Um, right now I'm on PayHip. So that's PayHip.com slash Augustus Vaughn. And uh, if you guys can't find me on PayHip, um, you could you could just search up my books. My books are everywhere that audio books are sold. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, don't jump off. Slam the gal right. a podcast to help the public understand what really goes on in these family courtrooms. I'm your host, Marianne Petrie, author of Dismantling Family Court Corruption, Why Taking the Kids Was Not Enough, and Cry Out for Justice, Poems of Truth. Please join us again here with Augustus Vaughn in the future and other exciting guests. Thank you again. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. It, it was a blast. It's always a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.